I do feel bad for A's fans, but when you really look at it, your team's going to be okay in the future. Do you, though? Giants fans, I love you. I'm not trying to be an asshole here, but we don't need your tweets saying, I feel so bad for A's fans. How do A's fans deal with this crap? We deal with it, okay? We don't need you guys to have the sympathy, okay? And we all know in the back of your minds, you're thinking, well, at least that's not my team. Thank God the San Francisco Giants actually spend money and do some shit. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. Everyone these days has an opinion. Butthole or podcast. And all of them stink. Except for this one. Welcome to Just Your Opinion, Man, with Stephen Langford and Derek Papa. Stephen, are you going to give it to me? Huh? Let me rephrase that. Are you going to give me the credit that I deserve? Because sometimes I'm wrong, my friend, and sometimes I am right. <sighs> give it to me. Give me my props. Come on, give me Give me, give me, give me, give me. I gave you the props already. I texted you. You were I right. on the show. I've been talking about it for a while now. Give it to me. You were give right. Me that funk, that bass, that nasty, that gushy stuff. You were right. I was wrong. You're the best. I'm the worst. You're smart. You're, I'm you're, dumb. You're good looking. <laughs> I'm not attractive. All right, enough. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Welcome <laughs> to Just Your Opinion Man with Stephen Langford. And me, Derek Papa, the man that predicts everything correct. Who Ooh. said Chandler Jones was coming to the Raiders? You did. There you go. Yeah, you did. But you also said uh, uh, Russell Wilson not getting traded. You also said that Tom Brady's uh, going to retire and he's not going anywhere. Oh, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. You fell I, for I, Aaron Rodgers, thinking that Aaron Rodgers was going to retire. You were pretty. You were wrong on quite a bit this year. It's funny. That I, the, it's funny that the only thing that you're right about is the uh, team you claim you don't care about anymore. Oh, Steven, just pointing out all my, uh, <laughs> everything wrong with me. Don't pronounce my T's. I get everything wrong. Just one thing right. Suppressing my love for the team that I grew up with my, most of my life. This is the issue with, well, I don't blame you for that, but this is the issue with the T <laughs> thing. I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to be an honest friend that maybe someone can't say in the comments, that someone doesn't have the balls to say in the comments. So it's me <laughs> helping you. That's what it is. I love that you're my you're my uh, biggest critic. Thank yes. you. It's it, well, it's not a critic. It's 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 being a it's being a good friend. I I, I, I appreciate it, man. I, I I appreciate it. Um, we'll talk about a lot today with free agency and everything. Today got a little more crazy than yesterday, and I'm Oof. expecting a, a lot more things to get crazier with uh, Deshaun Watson trade on the horizon. Where do we Baker start? Mayfield in the trade mix now officially. Uh, maybe Matt Ryan as well. We'll talk about it all. Jimmy Garoppolo, first day of the new league year, still on the 49ers. We'll get to it all real quick, Stephen. Baseball news just breaking. Chris Bryant going to the Colorado Rockies on a seven-year deal. Your thoughts? I feel, well, I don't feel bad for him monetarily because he's set for life, but he clearly doesn't care about winning. I mean, the Rockies are like the worst, the most poorly run organization in the league. Hey, what do you got against my man Bud Black? He's not, is he even the coach anymore? Oh, I hope he is. Otherwise, I look like an idiot right now. Hang on. Hang on. Is I, Bud I Black make... still the manager of the Colorado Rockies? He's a good guy, that Bud Black. He is. He is still. All okay. right. So you got, you got that going for My you. man. Uh, but he's just – he's not it, dude. Like, it, it's not like he's going to br- put them over the top. So 
I don't know. By the end of that seven-year deal, maybe they'll be a playoff team. Like, so I'm sad that the Giants didn't want to pay him whatever that amount of money was. I believe it was what 182 million. Yeah. Um, over the seven years, I'm sad that they didn't want to pay him that. But I don't know, man. Why would you want to go to Colorado? Why would you choose that place other than the money? Clearly, don't care about winning and the weed. Well, there's that too, but you're in California yeah, in the Bay Area too. Yeah. Well, you so, could do mushrooms in Colorado. I'm sure Chris Bryant really needs to get some of those hallucinogenics going. He's like the uh, what the Doc Ellis of the 2022. He's gonna be doing <laughs> gonna be doing shrooms on the field at cores. No, nah, Doc Ellis was doing LSD, but yeah, that's uh, I doubt it. Whatever, uh, yeah, we'll talk about uh, the other big Bay Area baseball news today later on. That mm. Steven doesn't think is a big deal. But for the most part, let's discuss the big news today. The biggest move so far I've seen today is that Chandler Jones signed a three-year, $51 million deal with the Las Vegas Raiders. I've been saying that I thought this deal was going to happen just because I think the Raiders' base defense is going to be a 3-4 scheme. And sure enough, Yannick Ngakwe got traded as well. He goes to the Colts in return for Rocky Sin, who Mm. has been a good young corner for the Raiders. I don't know if that solves over their corner issues. You put Rocky Sin next to Trayvon Mullen, you got a good pair there, but in this league, you need three corners. Could still get Stephon Gilmore. We'll see about that. But Steven, your thoughts on the Raiders getting Chandler Jones? Well, you're, you're forgetting about Nate Hobbs. What about Nate Hobbs? Oh, sorry. Nate, Nate Hobbs is on the team as well. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, they got, they got three corners that are pretty good. Jonathan Abram is probably the weakest guy in their secondary. Trevon Merrick is going to be um, a, a special player, I think. So, I'm feeling good. Like after that Jones signing, I'm feeling good. But I love how the one question of free agency, it it turned into why the hell are the Raiders clearing up all this cap space? Like, what's the point of all of it? And then everyone in the comments, I hate how I do this, Derek. I do this all the time. See, you need to call me out, man. Be a better friend. Like I call you out on the tease. I do this where I look at Twitter and I look at the responses. I need to stop doing that. That's just unhealthy. But anyway. Um, Maybe I just let you be you, Stephen. Sometimes being a good friend is saying nothing. <laughs> but uh, looking at the comments, though, people are trying to justify it, saying, you know, oh, they're saving money so they can pay cards, so they can pay Redfro. And it's like, dude, no, they're cleared up. Like, that's not how that works. You could, it, it, it it's not going to be this year that they need to do that. Anyway, so um, I'm just relieved. I'm relieved that it seems like. The front office is doing something that isn't embroiled in controversy, that isn't a head scratcher, that isn't something where you're looking at that thinking, uh, I don't know about that deal. Like the only one I ever looked at any confidence with uh, in terms of Mayock and Gruden and that regime was the time that they signed Tyrell Williams to a three-year deal. And I'm like, oh my God, mm. you got good value out of that. You got very good value out of that. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's good stuff. But uh, I'm just relieved, man. That's that's really all I am. So now you got, and and they also, oh gosh, why am I, why am I blanking on the name? Um, on Mount, Bal- uh, shout out to Dibs on Mount Balalmore. You got Balal Nichols, who is a D tackle that the Raiders just signed as well earlier today. Oh yes, so the, from Bal- the from the Bears, from the Bears, a two year deal worth eleven million. So. Along that line, you are going to have Max Crosby, Kendall Vickers, who's was pretty good, uh, Bilal, Bilal, whatever, Bilal Nichols, and then you're going to have 
Chandler Jones on the other side. Oh, it's going to be beautiful. Well, uh, there's no base defense, Derek. It's okay, change. I mean, they still could sign back Solomon Thomas. They could, but you, you, know, you don't want him. Solomon, Solomon Thomas is a depth piece. He's, I don't know. You could, you could have. You need depth in this league, my friend. You could have. No, no doubt, no doubt. Not disagreeing with you there. Um, but yeah, I'm just relieved, man, and, and I'm happy for you. I'm happy for you. You needed this for your psyche. You yeah, that I got that I got something right. Yes. <laughs> I think it's going to be good for Raider fans because 16 and a half sacks on Russell Wilson is Chandler Jones' career numbers. Love that it. is the most in a 10-year span next to Cameron Jordan, who has, I think, 24 sacks on Matt Ryan. Mm. But he knows how to get after Russell Wilson, and that's what this division is you know, all about now is four good quarterbacks, and all of them have multiple great pass rushers. Raiders now, Max Crosby and Chandler Jones. Chargers, Joey Bosa, Khalil Mack. Broncos, I don't know about great, but Bradley Chubb and Randy Gregory. And then you have with Kansas City, they still have Chris Jones, and they're hanging on to Frank Clark. So this division is all uh, composed of great quarterbacks and guys that can get after the quarterbacks. (laughs) I mean, what what a correlation there. Hey, we got a bunch of good quarterbacks in this division, all these teams. Let's stack up on defensive ends. Um, that's that's also how I'm feeling too. Is I can I can live with Carr maybe being the fourth worst quarterback in the AFC West. I can live with that maybe. by default. By default, I can live with that. If you're gonna get after Mahomes and Herbert and Wilson at the same time, because those guys, we've seen what happens with Russ when he gets under pressure. He can make something happen. Very excited to see what he could do in Denver, but he's gonna be running around all over the place. Patrick yeah. Mahomes, if you get pressure on him, that's partially why the Raiders have won some of those games against the Chiefs. So it's because of the pass rush and the way that the defense and the secondary were able to play against Tyreek Hill and, uh, and Travis Kelsey. And then Justin Herbert, well, I don't know. It's not necessarily the pass rush getting to Justin Herbert as to why they lose, they lost those games to the Raiders. It's because of poor coaching down the stretch and the Chargers being the Chargers. So I don't know what to get there, but I'm feeling relief, Derek. That's oh, it. hold on here, sir. We got breaking news. Well, it was reported earlier that Von Miller was close to returning with the Los Angeles Rams. Uh huh. Not the case. Von Miller is signing a six-year, one hundred and twenty million dollar contract. To play with the Buffalo Bills. Wow. Woo! Okay. How about that? This is, I mean, obviously a bigger contract than what Chandler Jones got, and I would say that Von Miller has proven more than Chandler Jones uh, recently. Obviously, Von Miller getting big sacks in the Super Bowl and helping Mm -hmm. the Rams out. Chandler Jones, great player. Ten and a half sacks last season, five of them coming in week one. So that's something we'll talk about if he's the same player he used to be. But I'm kind of surprised by this. Von Miller deciding to cash in on the big contract as opposed to playing for the Rams again. But you got to believe that the Bills, I mean, they were, you know, 13 seconds away from advancing in the divisional round against the Kansas City Chiefs. And now they get a stud of a pass rusher to add to their already good defense. That's a big move by the Buffalo Bills getting Von Miller. They needed it to happen. And I'm a fan of Von Miller. I'm glad that he's off the Broncos. Um, I'm glad that he has found his way with the Rams and that he came back from injury and managed to 
turn into a second option to help get some of those guys on the Rams a championship. And he's moving on to Buffalo. I'm a fan of that. But yeah. look, what are what are his career earnings, man? Because Vaughn Miller has made some bank in his time. Uh he got a big contract with the Broncos back in the day. I want to say it was the highest, second highest paid pass rusher at one point. It was it was Von Miller, then it was Aaron Donald, and then it was Khalil Mack. All right. Things have you know changed what? since. Here's the game I want to play. Play play away. Simple game. Okay. Guess the amount of money that he's made the entirety of his career, Von Miller, without looking at uh, spot rack or spo track or whatever you call it. I would say he's made about one hundred and seventy-five million in his career. Not even close. One hundred seventy-five million. My internet's kind of crapping out on me. Well, I expect if you're going to ask this question, you have the answer to it. Well, damn it, they, they haven't. Uh, uh, well, they <laughs> haven't. <laughs> we don't know yet. Well, they haven't added all of the. They haven't added the bills contracts on that yet. So I guess we have to wait to see. But I guess I could do a little math. Uh, how much are we looking at again? Six years, one twenty, right? Yes. Six years, one twenty. He has made two hundred and sixty-three million. All right, I was way off. Seven hundred fifty-three dollars and three. Wait, seven hundred fifty-three thousand three hundred and eleven dollars. Wow. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of cash for old money. <laughs> He's made a quarter of a billion just playing football. So after he teased the Broncos fans that he was coming back, Oof. after he said some other things that he wants to come back to the Rams, in the end he chooses the money, and the money is good, and he's going to a good team. I think this is a huge deal. The fact that Von Miller has joined the Buffalo Bills, you know, the one the one team that's in their way is the Kansas City Chiefs. Obviously, the, the Cincinnati Bengals won the AFC last year, but you have to believe that if it wasn't for the 13 seconds that their defense couldn't wrap up Patrick Mahomes, they're going on and playing the Bengals in the AFC Championship game, and probably the Bills win that game. But that's a great move. I Wow. Von Miller going to the Bills. That's fantastic, man. I'm, I'm a Bills fan. I, I don't I really You're down like with the Bills Mafia? I'm I'm all down with Bills Mafia. Not going to be thrown through a table though. Not going to be doing that. And well, yeah, uh, you know you got to do I mean, that if you're part of the mafia. I mean, look, I'm not to brag or anything. Okay, not to brag, but I saw Josh Allen tee off at Pebble Beach once. So me and him, pretty much best buds. Yeah, you, Bill Murray, him, Mike Florio. You're all just like a you know big old family. Me and me and Bill Murray are practically brothers now because of that. Stephen Murray, it's you. <laughs> no, but the, uh, the Buffalo Bill Murray's. Um, ah, ah, how about that? So, also, did you see this with um, J.D. McKissick? Yes. What the hell is he doing with the Bills? So he wanted to sign with the Bills. It was reported that he was going to sign with the Bills, and he goes back to Washington, who are destroying their offensive line right now. The Bills? Yeah. Or yeah. no, the, the the Washington Commanders. So JD goes yeah. back to Washington. Well, the Bills also released uh, Daryl Dawkins, their starting left tackle too. So we'll see what they do there with their line. Mm. Um, he wants mm. to play with Wentz, man. Check down Wentz. Um, <laughs> oh man, I I think I think it's a good move to go back to Washington. Just because I mean for the for the Commanders, just because he's a good player and you have two running backs and catch passes and him and Antonio Gibson, but um. That's interesting. The Bills will have to find another running back that can catch passes. Um, that won't be hard to find, though. There's plenty of guys on the market. 
what are we looking at here with the Bills? What are we? What are, what's their defense looking like? I mean, what is well, they're Oliver losing on- Jerry Hughes in free agency now that they've acquired uh, Von Miller. Take they got look. they got a lot of young talent. Um, they drafted a few guys. I can't remember their names off the top of my head. Well, you got but Ed Oliver. Ed Houston. Oliver's a great great defensive tackle. Who are their young Houston. guys that are that are their defensive ends right now? Huh? You got AJ Espinoza. Yep, they drafted him. Then you got Gregory Russo. Yes, guy from Miami last year. Yep. And then so, you also got Daquan Jones. Okay. Or Daquan, um, who's been in the league since 2014. And then they have a great the Panthers. They have a great linebacker in Tremont Edmonds. And then uh, they lost Tredavious White to an ACL tear in the middle of the season. So we don't know when he's coming back. But that's the one thing about the Bills is that they had to wrap up Mahomes in those last 13 seconds. and didn't get it done. So Ooh, and huge Mika move Hyden. by the Bills getting Von Miller. Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer are a couple of the best safeties in the league. So uh, Well, they're not wow. getting run on every play by the Patriots. Mm, true. <laughs> but real quick to go back to the Raiders. Uh, you're very other quick with it, Derek. You're very quick. Uh, yeah, yeah, I try. Um, other moves by the Raiders today. Uh, Alec Ingold, their fullback, the first guy to catch a touchdown pass at Allegiant Stadium for the Raiders. Mm. Uh, he has been released, and they're going with Jacoby Jacobs, the old fullback in New England, to come to the Raiders. It's actually Jacob. Oh, Jakob, my my mistake, my mistake. That's how you pronounce it. The only I don't know why I remember that it's Jakob, but it's Jakob, if I remember correctly. Um, so By the they way, are I getting apologize re- if I sound sniffly. The the allergies are coming in fast today in March. I took some Claritin D, not helping. Damn, so you're not seeing Claritin clear this morning. Not seeing Claritin clear. Nope, Mm -hmm. sniffling Mm -hmm. a little bit, but all good. Eh, You know what? I haven't been able to tell. And, you know, I think it's a green shirt. The green really brings out the red in your nose on this live stream here, Derek. Well, thank you. Thank you, Stephen. I'm glad you're still pointing out all my my imperfections. Um, that's what I'm doing, man. You guessed the Chandler Jones thing correctly, so I'm just going to shoot you down anytime that I, any chance that I get. Keep shooting, baby. You'll always miss. Uh, <laughs> Josh Jacobs scared a shit ton of people by texting out, Raider fans, uh, you're going to be mad at me. Oh, God. Yeah. Let, let, me, let me get the exact tweet up for you, the way that he was phrasing it. And today of all days when free agency, the first day of the new league year happens, you shouldn't be tweeting this. He tweets out, da I'm going. I'm just going to go ahead and apologize to Raider Nation. You'll see why soon. I'm going back to my roots, and that's just to scare people and think that he's getting traded. Josh Jacobs is not getting traded. I think that he's changing his number from 28 to eight, and people are just going to have to buy a new jersey. By going back to my roots, he's wearing number eight that he wore at Alabama. That's what all that is. I'm thinking. Well, how am I supposed to go against what you're saying? You've been guessing everything right, and well, not guessing. You've been putting good reasoning behind that, and that is just as good of an answer as I could think of. What else would he mean? Hey, yeah, I'm yeah, gonna go back to play for Nick. Sa- I'm gonna go back to Alabama and play for Nick Saban. Exactly. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, exactly. Like, come on. What, what, There's no what, team in Tuscaloosa, so that's about it. Gosh, Josh Jacobs knows what he's doing, though. Like. Yeah, he's, players, he's man. Yeah. Some of these guys, some of these guys, they really know what they're doing. And it goes back to two years ago, was it at the end of the year when Jacobs uh, essentially said that he wasn't playing or was playing and then he wasn't. And then it just destroyed a bunch of people's fantasy teams late in the season. I think that was in 2020 at the end of the year. I don't when, recall. 
Yeah, yeah. Jacobs fooled everybody, and then he kind of called it out and laughed at everyone because uh, he doesn't care about your fantasy team. Josh Jacobs, low key troll. <laughs> kind of like it. Yeah. Sorry, a- I'm just I'm just getting texts about Von Miller going to the the Bills. Big old move, and Greg's a fan of the Bills, so he's happy about that one. <laughs> so your dad's texted you. Yeah, and uh, family members and stuff. But um, who who so who does text you? What what do you when do you know that you got a move made? Because when I know there's a Raider move made, here are the four texts that I get. It's one from you. It's one from Spadoni. It's one from Ryan Mauser, and it's one from my brother. If all four of you message me at the exact same time, something happened. If I go to take a nap or whatever. I don't even look at the text. I look at the tweets first and go to my notifications to see what happened because I know something happened with the Raiders. Is that what it is for you, just your family? It, it, it depends. I get, a, I get texts. When it's football-related stuff, I usually get texts from my little brother, Nick, uh, my dad, um, you, Aram, our boy, Alon, and John Curley. Yes. Yes. My man. My man. My man. Yeah. Look, look, look at these moves. Uh, um, oh, Chandler Jones. Wow. Yeah. I think it's a good move, and I think that if you line him up on the same side as Max Crosby, they're going to do damage together. I still am expecting them to make a move on Kyle Van Noy in the next couple of days here because he'll be yes. a cheaper option. You can play opposite Chandler Jones. Mm-hmm. But real quick, Stephen, I know you said uh, Nate Hobbs, but do you still – we've been hearing all this speculation, or maybe it's, not specul- maybe it's not speculation. Maybe it's actually truthful reporting. Do you believe the Raiders are still in on Stefan Gilmore? I still think they are, but it also depends on the money because of what J.C. Jackson got paid, because of what Darius Williams ended up getting paid from Jacksonville this morning. Um, I think he's going to use those as his leverage. And, I mean, come on, he's a defensive player of the year. Why wouldn't you want to be in on this guy? Especially, like, if, if you're a Raider fan and you don't want that to happen and you don't think that that's a smart move, it's like, have you seen the secondaries that we've that we've watched? I was going through it, man. It's like, yeah. I remember when Sean Smith you remember that? Sean Smith was signed to the Raiders. And I made a song about oh, it. Oh man. What? Sean Smith. Yes. Yes. And burned for ninety seven yards by Brandon Cooks, who could be a Raider. Brandon Ross. That was mm. not good. Um, who else we got? Super Bowl MVP. It wasn't only Malcolm Smith. Who's the other guy from the Saints that I'm forgetting the name of who's blanking on me right oh, now? Oh, uh, he was a Super Bowl MVP, but um, it was, God, what was his name? 22. Tracy Porter. Tracy Porter. You had that. Thought that was going to go well. It didn't. Nope. So the amount of cor- bad cornerback play that I've seen over the years, last year was actually a step forward. Casey Hayward was just as good as any cornerback that I'd seen the Raiders play uh, since, or the Raiders have since Namdi Asamoah. Yep. So if you don't want to stack up at cornerback and you're worried about the salary cap, just let Ziggler, let the other guy they hired who essentially is taking care of all the contracts, let Josh McDaniels, let all of them worry about that. You yeah. don't worry about the salary cap. Get the best guy. And oh my God, if they get Stephon Gilmore, they might. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling because good. Because right now the Niners may still be on him, but they obviously got Traverius Ward. Um, who else was in the mix for uh, Stephon Gilmore? Some other guys are some, some other teams, but. Well, the Niners were. I don't know what I'm saying, but they got Tredavious Ward, so we oh, don't yeah, know. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, he okay. still could sign with the Niners. They, he was rumored to be in the mix for the Jets. I think the Jets picked up a corner, but I can't remember who they they signed. 
Mm. But, um, yeah, I still think that the Raiders have a good chance of getting Stephon Gilmore. They still need to make some other moves. Um, a guy that I saw got released today that I thought would be interesting to be a Raider. They need help with their offensive line. Obviously, Colton Miller is still going to be their left tackle, I'm assuming. And they're figuring out whether or not um, – I can't believe I'm blanking on his name. Who's the guy that got drafted in the first round last year? Leatherwood. Leatherwood. Alex Leatherwood playing right tackle. They need some depth, and maybe they need some better players on their offensive line. A guy that got released, Lincoln Kennedy's son, Zach Banner, is available. Hmm. Yeah. Zach Banner. Yeah. Do you know he was Link's son? No, I had no clue. Yep. Different last name. But yeah, I can I can gather that. Where did he get released from? <laughs> uh Pittsburgh. He was, he was the Steelers uh I want to say the right tackle last season. Hmm. Well, uh, they can make that move. Maybe they're saving up for Teron Armstead. I don't know. I, I don't know. Are they going to move the Leatherwood? Are they going to what? You saying the Raiders are saving up for Toronto Armstead? Yeah, and maybe just keeping that's going to cost a lot. Yeah, I know, but leaving, like, keeping Leatherwood at the guard, at guard, and I don't yeah. know. I mean, he showed some flashes here or there, but to be honest, man, like Leatherwood, he's going to make he's going to need to make a huge leap forward this next season if he wants to get back in the good graces of Raider fans. Going back to that well, Colts rookie year, well, I know, but still, like rookies can make rookie mistakes. But it was game after game after game where he looked overwhelmed. Like there was a game against the Colts, that game toward the end of the year that the Raiders ended up winning, but it was close. And uh, Darius Leonard, you could tell he goes in, talks that trash because he just made it through, got a stuffed run, uh, got a tackle for loss, and he starts talking that talk. And then Alex Leatherwood goes for a false start. Boom, back five yards, then the drive's over. I've seen that multiple times from Leatherwood. Like he needs to clean that up bad or else he's not going to have a job by the end of his rookie, uh, by the end of his rookie contract, he's going to turn into Cleveland Furl. So I don't know, man, I I wouldn't mind them getting another offensive lineman. I'd be in on that. Yeah. And they're going to need it with all the pass rush. They'll see real quick. Another move. The Buffalo bills just made. They're getting Tom Brady's tight end. Not Rob Gronkowski. O.J. Howard, the former tight end from the Buccaneers, is going to the Buffalo Bills. You would assume Rob Gronkowski is going to sign back with the Buccaneers since Tom Brady's back, but who knows? That's a little nice option for them to have in the uh, old tight end position, too. I just went to Twitter and looked this up, um, and Ian Rappaport just posted a video of him on NFL Network, and I know uh, you work for the company, so this doesn't have anything to do with you, but I'm trying to guess what he's saying to the camera right now. Von Miller has signed for a six-year, $120 million deal. However, his time in Denver could have happened, but he chose not to, and now he's with the Buffalo Bills. That's your Ian Rappaport? It sounds just like Adam Schefter. Exactly. They both sound exactly alike. Okay. Except Adam Schefter likes to count in even numbers. Remember that? Yeah. (laughs) Two, four, six. (laughs) Adam Schefter, two, four, six. Six years. Six years. $120 million. 120 divided by 10. That's 12. 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12. <laughs> I'm not, and I, one, one, one thing I will notice about Ian Rappaport when he's on TV, and I'm not being critical at, of him at all. He does a fantastic job. Mm-hmm. When he's on TV and he's about to go on, once, whenever the person that's hosting NFL Total Access or any show says something, he makes these facial expressions just like, well, we got Ian Rappaport to talk about Von Miller coming to the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> Well, you know, yeah, 
uh, uh, he, does, he, he does a fantastic job with that. And uh, on the Pat McAfee show, where he gets called out for his reporting. Mm. Oh, yeah. So what, what are we looking at here? $53 million in the first three years. 32 for, for Vaughn. 32 guaranteed at signing. I'm going to assume that has an opt-out then after yeah. the three years. Voidable. Damn. Yeah. That's a good deal there for the Bills, man. It is a good deal. And uh, Buffalo Bills are going to the L.A. Rams next season. So that might be your Thursday night kickoff. Damn. Nice. Wow. You know who else is going to the Rams the, this season? You. Well, no. The Denver Broncos. So you could see Russell Wilson in his first game as a Bronco go to L.A. for the kickoff things off with uh, the Rams getting their rings and the banner and everything. And did you watch the press conference today with Russell Wilson as a Bronco? I will never watch, watch a Russell Wilson press conference ever. Yeah. It was just it was kind of weird. Like, it was just weird to see him. Really? Shocker yeah. that Russell Wilson had a weird press conference. What did he say? Go Bronx. Yeah, basically what you yeah, yeah, go Bronx. Yeah, uh, he he abbreviates it. Uh <laughs> yeah. Uh it was just it was just weird seeing him in an orange tie and then you know everything today's the you know first day of the league year, so it's official now. He's on the Denver Broncos. And then on the flip side, the Seattle Seahawks have their press conference, and immediately Pete Carroll says, We know what we're doing. All right. We know we know what we're doing. This isn't some new thing where we just decided to trade Russell Wilson. We know what we're doing here. And then he didn't rule out that uh, Drew Locke is a guy that they've had their eye on for quite some time. And then this one, we've heard rumors and rumblings about this, and this guy trained with uh, Tyler Lockett a couple days ago. Uh, He did mention that Colin Kaepernick uh, did reach out to him, and we'll see where that goes. He didn't rule it out. Uh, the, The team that's been linked to Colin Kaepernick for a long time now has been the Seattle Seahawks, and they always said that they avoided it just because they didn't want to deal with, you know, the media storm of Colin Kaepernick being Russell Wilson's backup. Um, I don't know if they pulled the trigger here. I wouldn't be surprised if they did, but uh, that'd be an interesting move if they strike out on all quarterbacks and in training camp, they go into the season with True Locke and Colin Kaepernick as their quarterbacks. Man, wow, what a quarterback room that would be. Yeah, I don't know. That'd be cool to see Cap back, though. It'd be interesting. Can you I'd imagine if Drew cool, Locke man. said to him, uh, hey, do you know all the uh, lyrics to uh, <laughs> what's that young, song that uh, Drew Locke knows? Young Something by Young Jeezy. Yeah. Straight back to the dealership. That's why I work for NASA. Yeah. No, this is not audible. Call it. That was against and the Raiders. Words too. That was against the Raiders. No, it's because I watched that video a billion times. It makes me laugh. I just love when he like, call it my bodyguard. <laughs> <laughs> He claimed he also didn't know what song he was singing. I was like, dude, you know all the words. What are you talking about? How How is that possible? It's not possible. He's the only, the only, like, that song had to have been playing in the Yeah, stadium, of course. Right? He's not just, not just, that'd be weird if he's mouthing along to a song that's not playing at the moment. Yeah, that'd be like if I was, <laughs> you know, playing for the Raiders and then I'm just randomly mumbling, Oak Town. <laughs> Oak Town. Well, I guess they don't really play that anymore. Damn, now anymore. I'm sad. My favorite thing was when they used to play the, uh, I can't say the name of the song. But there was that song by uh, Silk the Shocker. That's uh, the buildup is dun 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 If you know what, if you know the song, you know the song. I do know the song. You did a very good job. That's a very nice rendition by you. Thank you. All right, Stephen. Let's talk about some of these these quarterback situations going down. And if I sneeze, I apologize. But I guess my room has dust in it. Um, 
Jim Trotter, another guy that works for NFL Network, very respected. He is uh, had a series of tweets today saying that while the 49ers are not interested in Deshaun Watson, he might be interested in them. Now, it's not clear whether or not he's interested at the moment or he was interested a year ago of being the San Francisco 49ers quarterback. But he seems to believe that Deshaun Watson, or as he called him, Arthur's sister, DW, great call yeah. by you. Yeah. Um, DW. DW. Um, he believes that if the Niners wanted Deshaun Watson, he would be interested in going. However, it sounds like they're not meeting. He's only interviewing with the uh, New Orleans Saints, Carolina Panthers, Cleveland Browns, which has caused a stink, and the Atlanta Falcons. So, Stephen, I know you don't really have a lot of thoughts on this because I do respect Jim Trotter. He's not just throwing stuff out there that is not is you know make believe. This isn't coming from some ESPN talking head or you know whatever some guy on the radio like this is legitimate. But as far as the 49ers, hmm. if they were told Deshaun Watson wants to come to you, what would you do? Because you already drafted Trey Lance. You don't have any draft capital. Is it just, you know, figure it out? Or is it realistic that you can't just do it? You already made your decision. And you have to wonder if that was a bad decision. We don't know what Trey Lance is going to be, so it's hard to say. But a franchise that went to the Super Bowl a few years ago that has passed on Tom Brady, um, you know, was in the mix for Aaron Rodgers at one point right before the draft. And then there's rumors that they, you know, if they were interested, Deshaun Watson is willing to listen to them. So just in your opinion, Stephen, do you think that the 49ers may have pulled the trigger too fast on, on Trey Lance? Or is it just too late, too soon? We're not interested in Deshaun Watson. We've already got our quarterback. It was too late after the 2017 draft when they decided to take Solomon Thomas instead and not go after mm. Deshaun Watson. But I just, it's the same thing with um, Tom Brady. It's like, okay, he wants to go to the 49ers. Fine. How is that going to happen? How can you pay him? What are you going to like? What are you going to do? What are you going to well, give up? It was feasible in the 2020 offseason because he was a free agent. And For sure. Yeah. But I'm talking about this year. Yeah. And it's like, it's just that's that's the confusing part about it. And the other part with Jim Trotter's thing was he'd have to tell the Texans or convince the Texans, hey, I'm not going to play this year. I'm just going to hold out. So. You guys can hang on to me and not trade me if you want, but I'm just going to not play. Yeah. Okay. Well, it wouldn't, it, yeah. It wouldn't be good for the Texans to trade him to the Niners because they don't have a first-round pick. And it's just, yeah, exactly. So they got nothing for him. They got yeah. nothing. It's like they got, hey, let's, you know what? Let's give you the draft pick that we got in return for Mike McDaniel. Let's do that instead. <laughs> How about that? Like, yeah. So I just don't see it happening. Um, I don't know, man. I, do teams care about the bad publicity? Like, well, yeah. They? I mean, the, the, back to a guy we just talked about. That's why Colin Kaepernick wasn't signed for all those years, right? I don't know, man. It's uh, they do it's when they tough. don't. If they can, av if if it's if you're going to, if it's met with also success at the same time, and you know you're getting a great player, they'll deal with it, right? But you know. If it's just going to be a shitstorm, then you're not you're going to avoid it. I'm not trying to Sean. I'm not trying to speak on anyone's family either. But don't Shannon and Lynch have daughters? Like that'd be just just be well. A, that'd just be a bad look. 
Yeah, but I mean, you could, you know, if he goes to the Panthers, there's guys on the Panthers that have daughters. For sure. It's just, that's so tough, man. Like, I don't, I think teams are in a real bind here. Well, it's, we, we have to, you know, I, I hate playing devil's advocate here, but we don't know what happened too. So I want to know all the details of what happened. And we may never get to all the details with Deshaun Watson, but just for, for football purposes, Stephen, it sounds like he's not going to meet with the Niners. Whether no. he wants to play for the Niners or not, I think it's a moot point at, at you know at this point because he uh, it's too late. They made their decision. They traded three first round picks for Trey Lance. Yes. If you wanted to trade for Deshaun Watson, not only are you going to have to trade Trey Lance, you're going to have to trade another three first round picks that you don't have. So. It's not going to happen. It's an interesting story that Jim Trotter came up with this morning. Um, and I, not to say he came up with, he's you know reporting. But not happening, in my opinion. Very, very small chance. They're not even meeting with the guy. Deshaun Watson can make his decision by tonight. So I'm running out of time here. And Deshaun Watson's decision greatly affects Jimmy Garoppolo. It affects Baker Mayfield now. It affects possibly Matt Ryan. So it's interesting that all the quarterback movement has stopped in the last few days because we're all waiting to see what Deshaun Watson decides to do. Yeah, I love the uh, I love the the metaphor. Just waiting for the domino to fall, baby. Yeah, <laughs> we, we all we love we all love the dominoes. So we're all waiting for that Deshaun domino to fall. Um, I don't quick. think the, I don't think the Niners are going to do it. Like I just no, don't. I don't think so either. Dominoes or Pizza Hut? Ooh, I'm going to go with Pizza Hut. I'm with you, Stephen. I talked. We talked about this in my work, and one guy just got after me. This young PA just yells at me. Are you fucking kidding me? Have you had Pizza Hut lately? Shit's disgusting. Domino's. It's great. It's cheap. I'm like, whatever. They're, they're both chain pizza places. I'd rather get DiGiorno. You should say, get more money, young PA, and stop going to Domino's and Pizza wow. Hut. Maybe you wouldn't be so passionate about it. I'm as the son of a play-by-play guy. I'm not going to flex nuts like that. <laughs> they call me elitist immediately <laughs> um no i'm I, Make I, more money you broke ass yeah i know exactly <laughs> exactly which you broke ass um domino's has improved greatly i will give them that their crust is fantastic they're, they're not putting garlic, boogers in the pizza anymore the garlic seasoning that they have in there and i do like their um their deep dish very much very much so i'm a fan of domino's but pizza hut has the stuffed crust, mm-hmm. and that's Jesse's favorite pizza. So I'm going to support my GF <laughs> saying pizza. It's my favorite. And also, I'm just doing this so that she wouldn't kill me. I actually kind of like Domino's more. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, one real quick thing. Um, yeah. She had some content because she worked. She it was tough last night. We went to the Sharks game, and she had to work a graveyard shift. She We had to leave oh, nice. early. Yeah, uh, man. Was Jumbo Joe Thornton's. Yeah. Uh, reunion which was really cool it's, it's I, I i heard that they gave him a nice tribute yeah man they uh did a little video thing and you know everyone was clapping it was really cool I've, it's actually this season i've seen drew remenda at the top in the, in the box i saw him make his return and the yeah. crowd went just as nuts for him uh drew remenda the analyst along with randy hahn for all those years yep. and uh, then seeing the return of joe thornton but Jesse, unfortunately, had to. We had to leave early because she was working the graveyard shift at her work, so oh. she didn't get home this morning till like eleven o'clock. But right before she, uh, and then she en- ended up going out for her birthday lunch with her family. So she came home, and it was like, 
I don't know, 1230, one o'clock, maybe 130. It was one o'clock. And she says to me right before she goes to nap for for to sleep, Stephen, I got content for your podcast. And I'm like, what? Pete Davidson has branded Kim's name on himself. Branded Kim Kardashian's name, Derek. Branded. Branded. Of the series. Huh? Big Lebowski reference. Yes. <laughs> but he has branded. Let me just double check here. I just want to make sure. I saw it. I saw, I, I saw it on the, uh, the, the, the picture when he's texting Kanye. It's, it's on his chest. On his chest. Yeah. Derek, your thoughts. Um, it's not as bad as Rex Ryan getting a tattoo of his wife in a Mark uh, Sanchez jersey. Um, hey, man, they're going to be forever. Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian, why not get that on your chest? Oof. I feel bad for anyone who's tuned into this podcast right now and seeing Free Agent Frenzy, and we're just talking about <laughs> Skeet Davidson's branding. I can't believe you're calling him Skeet Davis Davidson. And like I said yesterday, like, like, like my roommate uh, told me, that uh, she sees him as a guy that's fun for six months, and then she's going to can his ass. So good luck getting that removed from your body. Like, uh, Do you know the process of what, what it goes through when you have to get a, a tattoo removed? No. What do you got to do? I mean, I, I don't know, but I'm, I'm assuming it hurts like hell. <laughs> you, you, well, yeah, I think we can both make that assumption. You just sounded I, like I, it was a general it in a question. tone where you were like, where you're like, oh, you don't know? Well, let me inform you about how it is. That's no, what it no, sounded no, no. like you were doing. No, believe me, Stephen, I, I wasn't trying to mansplain to you how to get rid of tattoos. I was just saying that I was just, I was legitimately asking you how, how does that process happen? Because yeah. uh, I, I was watching the Pammy and, and Tom uh, Hulu series. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the series, she gets uh, Tommy's name off of her body. And instead of Tommy, she makes it to mommy because she's a mommy now. She's got a baby. It's kind of mm. sweet. Aww. But I, well, I'd be interested to know how you remove tattoos from your body. And I think it's stupid when you're dating somebody. Unless you get married, I think it's a stupid idea to put somebody else's name on your body. Yeah, 100%. It's just stupid to put names. I, I, well, actually, it's not stupid to put names on the body in general. The ones that I just don't like are like the last names. It's just you're putting your, you're putting your last name. On your body, that's it. Yeah, we know you're. You don't need that. It's your last name. And Be plus, more creative. Yeah, our, our our bodies look terrible as we get older. So I'm not getting pop on my body to make it all look lumpy later on in life. Yeah, the, the the only tattoo I want is one where I can make sure that it looks really good when it expands because that's what my body's gonna do when I'm older. Just so you can get like a small <laughs> tattoo and it like grows bigger, just because your yeah. body is gonna get my my stomach's just gonna get huge as I'm older. <laughs> I was uh, I, my my joke thing uh, when I was younger is what what was was to always say. What do you mean your I, joke thing? You mean like when you did stand up? No, just when I joke around in life, Stephen. It's not anything. I guess I did stand up, but this wasn't a thing. I would go up on stage talk about the tattoos I wanted to get. Let me tell you about my tattoo. What's the deal with these tattoos? I got. I tell you, people. Um, I was I joked that I always wanted to get a squirrel right on my upper thigh, just grabbing oh, towards the nuts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then a lot better than the one that I had. Well, what was the one you had? Mine. Didn't I tell you this? No. <laughs> it's Michael Jordan in a in a uh, Toon Squad jersey. So he's from Space Jam, mm-hmm. and he's got his arm, and his arm is wrapping all the way around my body, and you leave enough space in between where the arm is, so you can fill it with Looney Tunes characters from space jam that's extravagant then it's dunking on a a hoop 
that is placed where a tramp stamp would normally be placed, <laughs> right at the bottom, right above my butt. All right, all right, yeah. it's not bad. The yeah, other one I was trying to do was uh, was a joke. I wanted to do on my on my arm was a badass Berenstein bear that was like had his arms folded and a top hat and like a cigarette in his mouth that just says Papa Bear on the bottom. Mm, what is your tattoo? Feel free to tune in and uh, comment on YouTube Live. <laughs> Never got that tattoo. Anyway, let's go back to sports and stay on track here. So, Stephen, last night hmm. we heard the rumors that the Cleveland Browns were trying to uh, get in the mix with Deshaun Watson. Yeah. And everyone said, well, how's that going to make Baker Mayfield feel? Well, mm-hmm. sure enough, Baker Mayfield is chilling at his house, which is the Brown Stadium. He and his wife are... Uh, you know, doing the groundskeeper stuff for the Brown Stadium. That's where they live, if I'm going off on the progressive commercials. And he sees that Deshaun Watson is interviewing with the Cleveland Browns, so he decides to leave a lengthy uh, Twitter post saying that he this isn't anything to read into, but uh, he loves the Cleveland Browns. He loves the fan base. He tried so hard all these years, and we'll see what happens. In any event, Baker Mayfield wants to leave Cleveland and it's soon been reported from Mort uh well Morta Anderson from ESPN yeah. that they're looking wait no sorry not not no Mort Anderson Chris uh, Mortensen Chris Mortensen sorry I was thinking of uh the kicker Morton Anderson good lord <laughs> I was like oh, God, these Where? allergies got me crazy Mortensen um, yes my Morton Anderson the kicker Chris Mortensen 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 the Mort report He's reporting that the Cleveland Browns are ready to move off of Baker Mayfield, whether they get Deshaun Watson or not. And they're looking for a quarterback that acts more like an adult. <laughs> Chris Mortensen has been throwing the like if if he's getting his scoops from the owners of the Arizona Cardinals and the Indianapolis Colts and now the Cleveland Browns, he is taking all of the the criticism that these guys are throwing towards their quarterback. He first reported that Kyler Murray is looked at as immature and a finger pointer. Then he reported that Chris uh, Carson Wentz is not much of a leader. And now he's reporting that Baker Mayfield is not a man. He's not an adult to be the quarterback of the Cleveland Browns. So Steven, now we add Baker Mayfield to the mix of being on the trading block. Just your thoughts on his, his tweet last night and where this will go. Normally, I've backed up Baker Mayfield throughout his career. Um, you know, I've always seen him make some great plays, play through the toughness. You clearly, from that last podcast we did yesterday, um, when he tore his labrum or whatever it was, um, you wanted him to just, you know, say, hey, take a step back. You're hurt, man. Don't get on the field and be a detriment to our team if you're going to be playing hurt. Like, just take a play off. No, poorly. But I've been trying to back him up, but it is hard to back him up after that sending a long thank you note to the city of Cleveland just because they're talking with Deshaun Watson like who wants that in their starting quarterback yeah don't you want a quarterback who knows like hey this is my team essentially what this is saying is hey Deshaun's a better quarterback than I am if the Browns are talking to him then they're most likely going to trade me so you know what I'm going to send this thank you note like, what is that, man? I, I read that earlier, and I was just like, dude, Baker, what are you doing? Do that after you get traded. Don't do it now because you're upset that they're doing this. Now, I will say that it seems as though they did not tell him that that was happening. On the flip side, they the Atlanta Falcons did tell Matt Ryan that they will be speaking to Deshaun Watson. So they did 
give him a little more courtesy than the Cleveland Browns did to Baker Mayfield. But let's be honest here. Matt Ryan has accomplished a lot more with the Falcons than Baker Mayfield has with the Browns. Correct. So you can say, you know, should they have said anything to him? I don't know. I mean, they're probably, you know, the report also was that they're trying to get rid of him too. There's a reason they're not signing him to a new contract. And if he were to play for the Cleveland Browns this season, he'd be a lame duck quarterback. But more than likely, it's about 95% sure that he will not be the Cleveland Browns quarterback going forward. So now, Stephen, we throw the Cleveland Browns in the mix and quite possibly the Atlanta Falcons if Deshaun Watson chooses to play for them. I find that hard to believe considering they don't have a lot of... uh, There you go, Chandler Jones. It's all black now. This is sick. (laughs) Big fan. By the way, real quick here, Stephen. I don't know if you saw Jock Peterson, San Francisco Giant. What? Mm-hmm. No. John Morosi, Bubba, Jock Peterson in agreement with SF Giants. No. Just look it up. I'm not lying here. Wow. Jock Peterson. <laughs> I'm not like... It's not like I'm excited for it. You know, it's Jock Peterson. Your face says otherwise. Oh, my God, it's Chuck. Where's Chuck? He's on the Giants, baby. You could agree that, like, no. Wow. He. This guy was a heel for Giants fans. Mm -hmm. Like, going. When I was at the Cubs game last year, we were sitting in the. uh, We were sitting in the first deck. Wonder if you're. Domino's and Pizza Hut loving co-worker would do that. (laughs) I'm just kidding. God, I sound like such a dick. Um, (laughs) But whatever. Uh, 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 I've been too condescending about myself too long. I'm trying to trying to up myself here. You know what I mean? Trying to trying to prop myself up. Yeah, man. Uh, But no, not in reality. Five a.m. radio. In reality, they were really cheap tickets. Um, Got them for a good deal. But Jock Peterson in left field was being booed by all of the Giants fans, and he was playing right along into it. Come on, come on. But somehow I always knew that he would end up with the Giants. It, he felt like it felt like he was gonna come back, Palo Alto guy. Wow, what man, what did he let's let's pull this up. I, I kind of like this screen sharing thing. So I'm gonna pull up. I don't have the terms yet, but I just saw John Morosi's report. Yeah, it's not gonna be a big deal. Um, for him, but let's just uh, let's check him out. It's here. always the guys that are the big agitators of a team. Yeah, that go to that team. They Richard Sherman. Do. Yeah. Richard Sherman goes to the Niners after tormenting them with the Seahawks. There's other instances of that, but none that come off the top of my head. So let's take a look here. We are checking out a oh, year. God, we're going down a rabbit hole here. I should never oh. said this. Oh come on, baby. We're like I, I love game logs. Uh, yeah, not hitting too much for average and not too much for power either. At 18 total home runs in 2021 for both the Cubs and the Braves. World Champions champion with a couple of teams. Uh, he's an all-star once. No, I don't know. It, it's, I need something bigger than that. Um, if I'm, oh, if, you, 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 your face was just all, you know, lit up with glee. And now it's like, uh, you know, eh. I don't think Chuck, I make, I don't think I make the facial expressions that, exude whatever type of feeling that I'm trying to give off because apparently I look angry when I'm just, I got like a resting bitch face apparently. 
like an I was RBF. just about to say that. I was just about to say that. I apparently have that. So I don't. I, I think that was more just a you have a resting look, dickbag face. <laughs> it was more of a uh, look of astonishment, as you will. Jock Peterson. Wow, I just didn't expect that. You know, yeah. but but they do need something more though because it's just Jock Peterson after all. Um, you know, and and these guys, ugh, I don't know. You Giants fans, it's just Chuck Peterson. It's just Chuck Peterson. What do you think? We need more than that. You do, of course you do. What you do you don't com- trade away your with- best players every goddamn year? You're competing with the Dodgers and the Padres. What do you think? I know. I, you, you guys go for it. You guys go for it. We'll talk about it later. Real the quick, do too. They just lose in the playoffs every year, and fans are mad about it. Okay. When was the last time you guys won a World Series? 2014. 2014? Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, last time we won a World Series? Been a long time. 1989. Yeah. Been a long time. <laughs> yeah. I don't know where I was going with that. I just wanted to ask you the last time you guys won, and it's not that far away, actually. You got um, me. What's that? You got me. I got you. I got you hard. Uh, <laughs> real quick. Uh, or not real quick, back to the main thing we were talking about. So now that Baker Mayfield is in the mix, it adds to another team, the Cleveland Browns, that could be looking for another quarterback if they strike out on Deshaun Watson. And now you have to think that the Colts, would they be more interested in a young Baker Mayfield as opposed to Jimmy Garoppolo? And would the Cleveland Browns be interested in Jimmy Garoppolo now? I know that everybody is pounding the table for Jimmy Garoppolo to be traded. I still don't know if it's going to happen. But we still need to wait for this Deshaun Watson trade to happen. We may have to wait for this Baker Mayfield trade to happen now, too. We may need we may need even to wait for this Matt Ryan trade to happen. But the Niners are making moves, little moves here or there. They've restructured some deals, I think, with Armstead and George Kittle. But he may be the last quarterback traded here because Marcus Mariota is also a free agent. And some team could, I doubt they're going to make him a starter anywhere, but he could be in the mix, you know, battle out with somebody. But, Steven, do you, are you in agreement with me that Jimmy Garoppolo now is going to have to wait until Deshaun Watson is traded and now Baker Mayfield even? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I think I think teams actually, considering Mort... Mort the, oh, God. Morton oh, Anderson. Mort, 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 Mortensen's, uh, Mortensen's hey, report. What? I was trying to do my, uh, my uh, Ernie and Bert impression. Ah, very good. Very good. Hey, Bert. Yeah, Ernie. All right. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, that's an interesting one, man. Uh, when it comes to Wentz versus, uh, when it comes to Wentz versus Jimmy, I think Wentz is a far better quarterback. Um, but when it comes to Baker Mayfield, damn. Like, I don't know, man. I, I think, I think teams would be much more willing to just go with Jimmy Garoppolo and trade what they have to trade to get him. I think the Browns are going to want a little more for their number one overall pick. Um, Considering what's out there, it might, I I really don't know, man. I don't know. I see it as a very, I see it as a toss up. I don't think it's a sure thing that Baker's getting traded prior to Jimmy. If you were the Colts, would you rather have Baker Mayfield or would you rather have Jimmy Garoppolo? Uh, if I were the Colts, because here's my thing with the Browns, he had Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, Odell Beckham, Jarvis Landry, David Njoku, uh, Austin Hooper, a great defense, a great offensive line, a very good offensive line, 
like the and, best in the league. Yes. <laughs> and and did not do a whole hell of a lot. They made it to the playoffs in 2020. Yeah. Won a playoff game against the Pittsburgh Steelers. But last year, and it may have just been that he was hurt with the torn labrum, he looked terrible. And I think that, yes, he... In the same way that I asked Lorenzo Neal about this, in the 2007 AMC Championship game, Phillip Rivers, on a torn ACL, decided to stay in that game. And they had a good backup in Billy Volick. And I asked Lowe, well, did it hurt you guys that Phillip Rivers was still playing in the game? He said, yes. At some point, you just have to realize that your injury is doing a detriment to your team, so it's better that somebody else plays. I don't care how good of a player you are. If you are hurt and that hurt is and, and that uh, injury is preventing you from playing well, then let somebody else play. And I feel like that's what Baker Mayfield did last season where his torn labrum was a problem. And yeah. it wasn't just that, you know, he, he was bad. He was bad. This, those four interceptions he threw against the Green Bay Packers, terrible. It was it, They would have been a better team if Case Keenum played a little bit of time and had Baker Mayfield rest. So I don't know about the maturity levels for Baker Mayfield. I think he's a better actor than quarterback at this point. But I would say that he was given a lot more talent at Cleveland than he would have with the Indianapolis Colts. So I'm not sure it's a better move to get Baker Mayfield over Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, over his time in his career. Um, here are the numbers, the completion percentage numbers going back from 2018. 63, 59, 62, 60. Has not made much of an improvement there. So, you know, he can take the deep shots. He's got – look, I, I got to give it to him. He does have an arm. I think he has an underrated arm. The dude can, the dude can sling it uh, when he feels like it. It's just a question of actually – making the right decisions um, with Jimmy Garoppolo. I think it's a lot easier just to simplify the offense for him. Just, Hey, yep. run a quick slant, get Jimmy. will get you the ball. Like he's very accurate with that. I do think that's a skill. I'm, I, 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 you know, whenever people say like, all he does is throw those passes, throw those passes. I think it's a lot harder uh, than people give it credit for. Yeah. Um, and teams do covet that. But when we're talking about these other quarterbacks compared to, uh, to to Jimmy, they have the accuracy and they can also throw the deep ball. Uh, Baker Mayfield can just throw the deep ball, but doesn't have the accuracy. So, I don't know, I'd I'd be more inclined to trade for Jimmy Garoppolo, considering what they're getting. But also, I mean, both of them coming off huge shoulder injuries. For yeah, that's true. That's, that's true. That's true. So, so I mean, it's a. I mean, really, they're calling you know Jordan Poole, Clay Thompson, Steph Curry. Uh, that's the uh, pick your poison lineup. That's what they're calling it. This is the pick your poison quarterback situation. Baker Ooh, versus the Jimmy. poison lineup. Yeah. Pop up a poison. Yeah. Uh, and they come I, out to Bill Dib Bib DeVoe. <laughs> yeah, that quarterback poison. <laughs> 17 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. Not very impressive numbers for last year. And you're right, no. man. He had a very, very good team around him. That offensive line, it was damn good. Yeah. So I, I think I'd be more inclined to go with Jimmy over Baker. I would be too, but I would not be the least bit surprised if the Colts end up saying, let's go with Baker. And I could see him fitting in well with Indianapolis. He's, you know, kind of a, you know, not that Indianapolis is like a small town, but, you know, he would fit in well with that fan base, I think, just being a tough guy. Um, at least I at least I think he is. Uh, that message he sent says otherwise, but whatever. Um, and then, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo, I think he'd be better on the Colts, but I understand why the Colts would rather go with Baker over him just because I think that owner is crazy to get, you know, an established quarterback there. And it may not need you know cost you a whole lot i could see baker mayfield going for a third round pick at this point maybe less i think jimmy with a shoulder injury goes for a fifth at the most i can see jim garoppolo going to the um the browns if they end up moving from baker mayfield which they probably will at this point 
Wouldn't that be crazy? <laughs> Jimmy G throwing passes to Amari Cooper. <laughs> Jimmy in Cleveland. Oh my God. No. It'd no. be hot in Cleveland. Like the Betty oh White my show. God. It'd be cold as hell though. I don't know, man. Jimmy But it'd be Cleveland. warm because Jimmy got there, baby. Jimmy with Cleveland. The helmet would match his skin tone, like orange. <laughs> And then uh, Matt Ryan. I, I have a hard time believing that Sean Watson wants to play for the Falcons, even though that's like his hometown team, but he's just going to throw to Kyle Pitts. Mm. Um, yeah. If But if, if they move on from Matt Ryan, too, that's another quarterback that's on the market that I think the best option for the Colts at this point would be Matt Ryan. But you're not going to get him. I mean, you need a first-round pick, and the Colts do not have a first-round pick. I don't know what Matt Ryan's got left. I mean, you say he's a good quarterback. I honestly, I or you say he's still got something. I trust. I think so. I trust you much more than I trust myself when it comes to quarterback evaluation because you were willing to sit through those crappy games in the NFL season. So, <laughs> um, games. yeah, <laughs> it's like, hey, Falcons, Jets. All right, I'm gonna go uh, watch something else. Damn um, right. But you are like, nope, I'm going to watch it. So you've seen a lot more of Matt Ryan than I have. If you think he's got something left, then I believe you. But I, I can't honestly give you an assessment of, of Matt Ryan. I'd love to be the, you know, the podcast host that knows everything. But I don't know what Matt Ryan has left. Like, genuinely don't. I think Matt Ryan has a little bit left. You can do the same kind of deal with uh, – and he's older than Matthew Stafford, but I feel like you could do the same thing with him. Um, we're going back to Jock Peterson here. Oh, man, look at those spray charts, baby. <laughs> That's what I'm about. Uh, yeah, I I, I, I'm sorry, but like, how am I making fun of you for watching the Falcons and the Jets? Seriously, this, we're looking this... at a fucking diagram of where Jock Peterson hits home runs. Baseball savant is my home. I love. And you're, and you're calling savant. me a nerd for watching football during the season? <laughs> how hypocritical is that? So hypocritical. God, I'm a um, yeah, I think Matt Ryan still has a lot, and I'd be interested to see if a team's going to be willing to trade for him, considering that his cap number went down. Mm. But let's, uh, before we talk baseball, Stephen, which I know you want to talk about, uh, real quick here, um, this, is, this is a topic that uh, I wanted to briefly discuss. Carl Nassif was cut today, and he went through a lot last season with the yes. Raiders, obviously with John Gruden and mm. him coming out. And I just hope that people realize that this is entirely a football move. If Carl Nassif fit with the Raiders going forward in Josh McDaniel's team, I'm sure he would be staying. I don't want it to be where people believe he was cut for his sexual orientation. I think it's 100% just he does not fit with the Raiders going forward as much as Yannick Ngakwe does not fit with them going forward. Well, yeah. Yeah. But, um, you know, I, I think I, I are, are people really thinking that way? I hope not. But, I mean, that's always been a topic of conversation that – you know, happened with Michael Sam when he was drafted. Um, or he wasn't drafted. Well, he was drafted late, but he didn't make it on an NFL team, and people thought it was because of that. Sometimes guys just don't pan out. I think we're in a new world now where that stuff doesn't matter, and I think that Carl Nassib will land on his feet and join an NFL team pretty soon here. Well, the fact that they signed Chandler Jones makes sense. Yes. Save $8 million against the against the cap with, uh, with Nassib being released from the team. So it's purely a football move. 100%. I, I, I don't think fans are, are thinking otherwise. No, no, I'm not saying fans. I, you know, um, people that don't know football, stuff mm. like that. Yeah, those people. <laughs> anyway, let's move on to baseball real quick. Yes. So, Stephen, the Oakland A's yeah. yesterday 
trade Matt Olson, or it wasn't Monday, whatever day it was. Matt Olson was traded to the Atlanta Braves after uh, Chris Bassett was traded to the Mets. Yesterday, I said it's only a matter of time before Matt Chapman is traded, and sure enough, Matt Chapman traded today to the Toronto Blue Jays, teaming up with Mark and Simeon again. And Stephen, you are trying to make it seem like it's not that bad of a trade. Explain yourself. Well, they got four players in return, two of them top 10 picks. Matt Chapman has been like the dude hit 210 last year. <laughs> like, like he was, he hit under 200 in the months of August and September. Like he's not giving you anything offensively. He's, don't get me wrong about the, the glove. I understand all of that. I watched like Matt Chapman's been one of my favorite players to watch, but I've seen him just go downhill from the batter's box. Like that's the most important part. Him and Olsen were fantastic on the corner. I, I, the Matt Olsen one, they got a good, uh, a good deal in return for Olsen. Um, but I think Olsen has a, a, a much higher ceiling than Matt Chapman personally. Uh, cause Matt Chapman had, you know, one good season hit in the baseball. He had 36 home runs in 2019, which was fantastic. Um, but I think you had to wait to see how these prospects play out. And I don't know why fans are surprised though. That's the other thing. Like what, what do fans want? Do they want to give him a eight-year, $180 million deal, kind of like the Braves did to Matt Olson? Do you really want to do that? Or do you just want to come to terms with the fact that, hey, these past three seasons, we had a really good team. They didn't get it through free agency. They built a really good team, and they just didn't do anything in the playoffs. They had two straight 97-win seasons, didn't do much there. And then last year, they couldn't even make a wild-card spot, and the Mariners made it over them. So it's been three years. Three years. Like how 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 much longer do you want to go with that? Well, especially with a team that doesn't sign free agents. Like this is what they do. I know it's what they do, but it's just so frustrating. And I think last Understandable. year, Understandable. But when you when you come to when you realize, like I'm I'm not saying that. It's just basically what I'm saying is they're building for when they might get a new stadium, whether that's in Oakland, whether that's in Vegas and Oakland is actually seeming still like a viable option. Um, deals are getting done that not a lot of people are paying attention to. So, and, and shout out to Joe Spadoni for putting me on that. Um, I, I was, you, you know me, Derek, I'm really stubborn when it comes to my points. And then, uh, and then I was like, you, you, and then Spadoni comes in and, you know, I'm like, well, they're going to Vegas anyway, right? Who cares? And then he's like, well, they're actually getting a lot done. You should check out Casey Pratt's Twitter. And I said, yeah, no, they're going to Vegas. So I was super well, stubborn about it. And then I looked at Casey Pratt's Twitter and I was like, ooh. <laughs> well, no, I, 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 I follow Casey Pratt as well. And I would love to get him on the podcast to talk about that stuff because he is more versed in what's going on with the A's in Oakland than anybody. No doubt. Um, Benson Mayoa being released by the Seahawks. Bring him back. Ah, Benson Mayoa. Anyway. Or Mayo. Um, yeah, I just don't think that's going to happen. I understand that there's a lot of good publicity out there and I would love to talk to Casey about it. Yeah, but it could happen. I just don't have a lot of faith in it just because I saw Dave Cavill's face a year ago when he was right. on that, you know, that round table with good. Larry Beal and everybody where it seemed like he was making excuses to, for them not to stay in Oakland. Um, as far as the A's and the team. This is how they do things, and it's just frustrating. I understand that's how they've been, they've been doing it for a while now, and that's how Billy rolls. And it, it just sucks. It sucks in the same way that I got upset about Khalil Mack and all of the guys that got traded off the Raiders team before they were going to Vegas. Yeah. It just shows a lack of trying to win before you know something's going to end. And I 
There could be all the optimism in the world that the A's are going to stay in Oakland. I just don't believe it at this moment. Right. Um, so it just sucks. And I don't know. We never see John Fisher. We, you know, he's just a guy that owns a team and he owns the gap. And I don't know if he's uninterested in baseball. And it's fine however you want to do business. It's just I'm afraid that in the remaining years that the A's are in Oakland, it's just going to be terrible in the sense yeah. that the team does not do well. I mean, like, I couldn't even. It sounds like they also are in the mix of trying to trade Sean Manaya and Frankie Montas to They're the Yankees. They're going to trade Manaya. They're going to trade Montas. And this one's going to sting, I think, more than anything. This is my this personal. Well, I, I think second to Matt Olson, but I think this dude's just as valuable as any of them. But uh, Ramon Laureano is going to get traded. Oh, too. don't tell me that. I love Ramon. They're all getting traded, dude. Yeah, this know. is a full. Fuck. This is this is a full, <laughs> this is a full rebuild. This isn't as bad as say like, um, and me and my guy Evan, who you haven't met because he was hired after your time at, with ninety five seven, but he's a big A's guy. Um, and me and my guy Evan were talking about it, and that Josh Donaldson trade, for example, was <sighs> terrible. Yeah, Brett Brett Lowry and Kendall Graveman and Franklin Barreto, like that was just not a good trade. Uh, the Jonas Cespedes. It worked, but you did it for a season for John Lester. Um, that shouldn't have happened. The Carlos Gonzalez for Matt Holiday, that was that was probably the worst one because Carlos Gonzalez went on to be an NL MVP. Uh Marcus Simeon gone now with the Rangers. Yep. But with Matt Chapman, I don't know, man. He he just seemed like he was losing interest. The dude was calling for calling out ace fans saying, Hey, can we get you guys? Like he was pleading. Can you, can we, can you guys come to the games? <laughs> I don't blame him end. though. No doubt. But I mean, you, just... you and I go to the games and they're fun yeah. to go to, but they're more seagulls than people. Yeah, I know. But he lost, he just lost. It seems like he lost interest. And I think that took place during the Bob season. Melvin the lost interest too. Yeah. Well, Bob Melvin knew this was coming. He got out. I'm, I'm glad he did because this is horseshit. <laughs> I know, man. And I understand that it's frustrating and everything. And, and all that, but um, I, I don't know, dude. I, I don't know. I, I I think that the A's are trying to. They they just it sucks. I understand it that suck. it really sucks. But they got some good prospects in return. They're trying to build for this new stadium. Once they bring in a little more revenue, and I don't know, revenue sharing has something to do with it. There's a whole when you when you bring in revenue sharing into it and how this affects the A's. That's where I just totally get lost. But um, yeah, I do. Too. I, I don't know, man. I, I just don't think that this is uh, the Matt Chapman loss. I think the haul that they got for him, considering he's a 243 hitter, uh, I think it's pretty good uh, what they got for him. Instead of giving him this deal, like, say, what the Rockies are giving Chris Bryant right now, seven years? Yeesh. Yeah. Like, we, I think we overrated that part of it. Like, would you really want to keep Chapman until he's 35 years old and have him play on the, you know, kind of like Brandon Crawford on the Giants? You know, Crawford, fantastic defensive shortstop, but until last year, wasn't doing much at the plate ever since those championship years, um, ever since 2016, really. So I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I think uh, and no one really liked that Crawford deal when he originally got it with the Giants. We were always waiting for that to end. And then he got a new deal because of how good he was last year. So, I don't yeah. know. baseball's tough, man. Baseball's a weird one to weird one to go with F football. You could be reactionary to it because football, it's just. So quick, everything happens. Boom, 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 boom. I got one thing for you, and this just has to go through all sports. But what's the point of a no trade clause if you can waive it? Well, it gives the player the power to choose where he wants to go. 
if they ever do waive it. Then what's the point of having a no trade clause? Like, because at the end of the day, you are in control of your own destiny of where you can go. Then again, I would say that's the case with any player these days. No one gets traded to a place that they don't want to go to. It's like they they should just get rid of no trade clauses because guys are going to go where they want to go anyway. No, that's true. But it, it does. It's just like, you know, let's just say Von Miller had a no trade clause with the Denver Broncos. The Rams would have never got him during the season unless they went to him and said, do you want to go to the Rams? Then he waves it. And then he would have said, yes, I'd but like to play with Aaron Donald. With, with a trade clause that prevents guys to having a sneak attack trade come happen. At right. 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 I don't know. But, you know. I, I I do feel bad for Ace fans, but when you really look at it, your team's going to be do you uh, though okay in the future? What do you though? Because I saw your tweet today, and a lot is made fun of the A's locker room that it's not big, and you got to pay for uh, the vending machines. Case in point, David Justice and Moneyball. But Stephen, you had to point out that the Toronto Blue Jays have a fantastic locker room. Yeah, didn't you? They do. But yeah. have you ever set foot in the A's locker room? Yeah. Okay, never mind then. It's not good. No, it's not good at all. It's but you as a Giants fan do not need to say that. Why? Because Giants fans, I love you. I'm not trying to be an asshole here. But we don't need your tweets saying, I can't I feel so bad for Ace fans. I can't how do Ace fans deal with this crap? We deal with it, okay? We don't need you guys to have the sympathy, okay? And we all know in the back of your minds you're thinking, well, at least that's not my team. Thank God the San Francisco Giants actually spend money and do some shit, and the fucking A's just don't do anything. Dude, are you kidding me? I've I've, I've been super jealous of the A's before this no year. Giants, no Giants fan is jealous of the A's. Before this year, those two 97-win seasons on a day-to-day basis, having a watchable team, yeah, I was jealous. Until you got to the playoffs and then you lost. Yeah, well, now you got your 107 win team. Yeah, but they're not going to be 107. I mean, come on, they. I mean, they got 107 wins. They made it to the playoffs and lost too. So I don't know. I mean, can I? Can I? Uh, I'm just trying to be honest here. I'm trying to make you I'm feel. Just, I, I'm just telling Giants fans, don't we? We, we don't need your opinions about the, the Oakland. The Oakland locker room thing that was a shot. I'll admit, but not the not the Chapman. You know, being a. Two forty, like that's just a fact. I'm trying no, to make fans feel better about it and no. stop them being fooled by their their love for Chapman and their green no. Kelly Green giveaway jerseys that everybody wears. No, I know, I know. <laughs> and you're 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 being real because you know baseball and everything. But I just can't stand when there's certain Giants fans that are a little elitist. Then they just talk shit about Oakland and the city and the teams. And it's uh, it's you know, good front offer, good front offense privilege. When you when a, when a fan base has good front office good uh, good front office moves, then they look down upon other teams that don't do the same. Can we do a? I'm gonna be um kind of I'm not elitist here. I'm gonna be very selfish, but can we do a little <laughs> little test run here? Sure. Because I'm we have we need to change our 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 uh, title of this podcast to just your forehead man cuz both of our foreheads are showing out especially this one here like okay hang on i got to i'm going to see if this light works hang on oh wait hold on here steven so we do have an update here is that the better? A's plans oh is sorry that, is that better or should i turn the light back on did you did you turn the light off i did I'm turning oh, it back on. This looks weird. Yeah, it, it, it's it's almost like we're like 
having candlelit dinner here. Okay. There we go. That's better. Real quick here, Stephen. I just saw something that came up. The A's plans to build a waterfront ballpark in development hit a setback Wednesday. Oh, boy. After a state committee recommended against eliminating maritime use at the, at the Howard Terminal site to make way for the team's $12 billion plan. So, we could, like I said, uh, we can think that things are progressing in the right way for Oakland, but it's, it's not looking that way. <sighs> like I said... Uh, we'll try to get uh, Casey Pratt on when well, we have time to well that, discuss. Well, we should. We definitely should. I'd love to learn a little bit about it. Like, we need to play the explain this to me like I'm five game. Cause, oh, yes. My God. No, I mean, anybody, Rick Tittle, any of these people that actually know what's going on with the A's trying to stay in Oakland, you and I know very little about it. I just know that the efforts are not enough. But let's move on that from that real quick, Stephen. The Warriors play tonight against the Celtics. And, uh, yeah, it's a big old game tonight. Um, did you see the thing I sent you earlier with uh, Draymond on Joel Embiid's podcast? Yes. I love that aspect of it where it's just two guys talking shit and it's Draymond basically saying, like, you know, if you guys play, in, if we play each other in the finals, you know, I'm just going to eat you alive. And yeah. Joel Embiid's like, I go for it. And we, we, we'll be glad to see you shoot as many basketballs as you can because you're not making any yeah that's fun that's the fun aspect i like about it yeah the way he opened up the uh the way he opened it up to um the, the draymond with the podcast saying like uh saying right now joining me is joel Embiid, and i'm calling J- draymond green mr incredible by the way he that's he loves that mr word. incredible he loves that word incredible he uses it non-stop just listen to the podcast and he's he used it three times in one sentence um when explaining how it felt to be back but uh and and have, i like have you listened to the podcast yeah is it good yeah, yeah man it's really good i listened okay. to it at 1.2 speed oh yeah because do you uh, do a lot of your podcasts like that where it goes chipmunk style no i can't do that but with draymond his cadence is so slow that yeah. it kind of sounds like he's talking normal if you speed it up so <laughs> well not normal but like yeah yeah, yeah. i got you it, it it doesn't sound like he's moving really faster quick. pace i've i've heard someone listening to our podcast in in spe- like in 1.5 and it sounds like Stephen what do you think of this move do you think oh, wait, he's going to go there? uh what Stephen what do you think of this move do you think the raiders are going to go after this guy what do you think so is going to happen so, so basically you and I sound like Joe Lacob yes exactly well you know we're going to talk about the warriors tonight uh playing those Boston Celtics used to work for that team but the way that Draymond... nice, uh, nice nice team in the chase center not talking about oracle anymore <laughs> The way that they talked, uh, they opened it up though is like he's like, I'm joined now by Joel Embiid. He's a five-time All-Star. I normally lock him down, even though I'm six five, <laughs> six five, and he's a lot taller than I am. And he's like, Joel Embiid, welcome, my man. And uh, he said something right at the beginning, and I didn't even think like I didn't even think of this, but he said, one day we can do a show together. We might be seeing the formation here of the new Shaq and Chuck, because both guys are rumored to retire soon. Think well. Think about that though. Like, think yeah. about how similar. Yeah, except I guess well, Barkley, because I, I was thinking of similarities with Barkley and Draymond, where they're just so good for the size that they are, and Joel Embiid and Shaq are just, you know, 
I don't want to call them freaks of nature because that's just, I think it's kind of derogatory, but yeah. more like, I mean, athletic freaks, like where you're seven feet, you're not supposed Still to move freaks. like I guess so. But that's, <laughs> you know, I mean that in the best way possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I got they, you. Like they are seven feet tall. They're super athletic. Like no human should be that athletic at seven feet. You're not supposed to be coordinated. You're not supposed to be able to do the things that they do. It's unreal. So you really are seeing the formation of Shaq and Chuck. I guess, though, the only difference is Draymond's the one with rings and Embiid is not. So yeah. there you go. As of right now. So that so they could keep that joke going, except it's going to be Draymond to Embiid. Yeah, no, they're 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 very good together. I listened to the snippet that I sang in today. Um, that's the fun part is Draymond just, you know, having guys on that play in the league and they can just talk shit. And I hope that's the reaction that guys have when he calls them out if he's doing the TNT thing. But I think that's very, you know, fun in that, you know, Draymond and Joel Embiid, a guy that he's criticized on the TNT set before, just talking shit and having fun. So uh, I should actually listen to Draymond's podcast. It's probably very good. But uh, it is, man. It's 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 refreshing to hear an athlete just give his opinion on things. Although, I mean, it's this stuff with LeBron. Yeah, he, yeah. In the Laker thing, the only thing where I'm just like, man. What happened yeah. to this Draymond where he really didn't seem to like LeBron at the time, but now they're best buds. Yeah. Um, the Warriors, like I said, play the Celtics tonight. Again. And I think we're expecting Draymond to be in the starting lineup this time around. He did uh, say that he was only 70 to 75%. I mean, he's probably going to up his minutes from 20 to 25. I don't think he's, I don't, he might be in the starting five, but I don't think he's going to get more than 25 minutes tonight. So how would you use, so you called it the poison lineup where Jordan Poole is playing? I didn't call it that. Warriors Twitter is calling it that. Oh. Pick your poison lineup with Steph Clay and uh, Jordan Poole. Why? Why we? Well, I guess that's kind of cool. Pick your poison. I kind of like that actually. Yeah, we could we could have called the death lineup again. It's a new version of death lineup, but it's different. That's just you know that's just played out though. You know we always yeah you're right. We always think of death, death lineup. lineup. We, we've been trying five. to create a new death lineup forever. Yeah, poison lineup's not bad, but how would you incorporate that going forward? Because we don't know. What's the latest with James Wiseman? Anything new with that? Well, he played in a G League game again last night. Uh, Do you know how he did? Uh, yeah. Bob Myers has been saying, well, he got the few days off, so I think they're really going to take this time during the scrimmage here, uh, during the during the next few days when they have a few days off, and they're going to look at how he does in scrimmages, how he look at how he looks in practice, and then go from there. Okay. So I well, don't, I don't know. I mean. We always point out the mistakes when it comes to these G League games, and I don't, I don't think fans look at it the same way that the GMs and the coaches are looking at those G League games. I'm sure they're looking no, for something not. completely different to see if they're, uh, if they're ready to come back again. So we'll see. Exactly. It's not really even important on what the offensive output was because it's the G League. Can I, um, can I show you this stat, by the way? Um, show away, with sir. Dray- with Draymond, and uh, let me pull up the tweet so I can share it. I love the, uh, This is the most shared screens we've had on a single podcast. I, I, I need to upgrade to Chrome so I can start sharing shit myself. Yeah, well, I didn't realize. You, know, I, you can do it without Chrome? I thought you had to have Chrome. That's oh. what I'm saying. I, I need to upgrade to Chrome. Oh, okay. Well, here you go. Look at this. I'm looking. Draymond and Steph's return. As we know, uh, Steph had 47 points in that last game. Without Draymond on the floor in his 20 minutes, Steph only had six points, three of nine shooting, no free throw attempts. With Draymond on the court in those 15 minutes together, he scored the rest of his 41 points, 13 of 16 from the field, eight of eight from the line, Yeah, 41 points in 15 minutes. So I ask you, Derek, is it fair to say that Steph would still be in the MVP running if Draymond didn't get hurt for the 11 weeks? 
I think Steph still is in the MVP running. You think so? I still think so. Wow. We still got how many games left? Like 14, 13, 14. You can put a show on, and if they end up being the second seed and having a great season, I can still see him winning MVP. Man, even with the way that Jokic has been doing it without Jamal I don't think Murray Jokic is winning back-to-back MVPs. I don't think, yeah. I don't think they're going to give him back-to-back MVPs. I think Joel Embiid is probably leading that category at the moment, but I can still see Steph kind of sneaking in and taking away from them at the end of the season. Man, I, I don't well, know. It's probably going to be Embiid, honestly. It most likely will be, but um, yeah, I, I'm with you, Stephen, that now that Draymond's back, it just makes Steph that much better. So we'll see if the Warriors go to 5-0 and since Jackie Moon took the court tonight against the Boston Celtics. And yeah, it, it, you know, if Draymond doesn't start tonight, I think he will. He should at this point. But it'd be interesting to see just how Steve Kerr uses these lineups. And I know that we talked about it last podcast, but Jordan Poole, just a hell of a lot better starting than he is off the bench. And I know you need some offensive output when you're going to your second team. But yeah, I'd be interested to see how Steve Kerr works this lineup going forward because they're you pick their poison. They're lethal when Jordan Poole is in that starting five. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's actually the the name for the lineup. It's more for the defense, but we can also apply that to Steve Kerr. It's just like, yeah. you know, I, I think, I don't think he's figured that out by the way. I think we're going to see some experimentation here uh, over these next few games, especially in between these months. So let me, let me take a look at the schedule here for the dubs. Boston um, tonight. Yes. So we got the Celtics tonight, which is two Spurs Saturday. Conference. Yes. You got the Spurs and then you got the, uh, or su- Sunday Spurs on Sunday. Sunday. We got some off here. Gonna li- you're doing a little East Coast swing. You're going to Orlando, Miami, Atlanta, and then you're back to face Washington. I think you're going to see a lot of experimentation with the lineups in those four games. Mm-hmm. So, we'll see what happens here. Uh, and yeah, they're having the days off because of March Madness taking over our lives. Steven, are you filling out a bracket? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to. I need to do the same. Who 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 are you picking? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I got to look. Okay. I'm doing the same thing. We will go over it next time we're on to talk about which teams we're picking for NCAA. Even though I don't pay attention at all, it's just honestly like I'm like the dumb guy that joins like an office pool or even, you know, people that don't watch football and just do uh, fantasy football. I know zero about college basketball. Yeah. I don't, I mean, who does really? Who knows oh, anything? Call. Except for, well, Tommy Call, of course. I got to join his league. I'm scared to join his league. He texted me about it. He I'm knows nervous. better now not to text me about that because every year I say I I, I pull the Seinfeld uh, the reference, sir. I choose not to run because I know nothing about everybody in Seinfeld. Man, the obsession with Seinfeld. Seinfeld's a good show. It's a great show, but it's just the obsession with it. It's always I've heard multiple Seinfeld references today. It's wild. Anyway, yeah, because you know white guys love Seinfeld. That's all they reference. <laughs> this is true. This is true, Stephen. Real quick, we'll end with this. Hmm. What are your thoughts on daylight savings? Because I saw, is it now that we're going to keep this where it's more light in the in the latter part of the day towards 8 o'clock that we're going to have more sunlight now? Passed. Yeah, that's how it works. No, 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 no. But I know for the time being. I saw that there was a thing passed. I, I, know, I don't know. If, I, I read this, but I actually don't know if it's true. I actually should have researched this before we did the podcast. That's fine. Um, but so daylight what, just savings. Not change the time. Well, yeah, permanent daylight savings where we're going to keep it 
So U.S. is seriously considering making daylight savings time permanent, a move that will likely be popular, but history suggests that opinion might not last. There's just some article on USA Today. But there is something that's been trying to be pushed where we keep this daylight savings that we currently have where it's closer to more sunlight up until 8 o'clock at night. We're trying to keep that one year-round. But what, what do you feel? Would you rather it be dark as hell in the morning until like 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock? Or would you rather, you know, we get more sunlight in the morning, but it gets dark as shit earlier at night? Mm, super question. Ah. I'm bringing the content, baby. This is bigger than Pete Davidson having Kim on his chest. Well, what do you think? <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, what do I think? I hate it that it's dark as hell come October when the sun goes down at 530. I'm not a fan of that. I don't yeah. like driving home at night, coming home from work, and I was like, damn, I missed the whole day of sunlight. And I like to sleep in. I have trouble sleeping these days. If it's more dark in the morning, I love it because then I could just, you know, uh, just, you know, not have the sunlight hit my eyes. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather, you know what, speaking from a selfish standpoint, I'd much rather it be light for as long as possible just so we can keep twilight hours during golf. Golf is uh, my main reason here that I want to stay light for as long as possible. Golf. When's the last time you hit the greens? Ooh, a couple of weeks ago with Spadoni. Oh, it's Spadone. Yeah, a we little nine-holer. Met a couple of guys named uh, Julian and Leo. They were really good, um, but they were really serious golfers. You know? Yeah. yeah, Which was fine. But uh, me and Spadone were out there chopping it up, hitting the links. Loved it. But I'd rather, yeah, I'd rather keep the light out there specifically for golf because then you can golf year round and you could uh, go for the twilight rate. And because uh, they changed the rate by time, Derek. I don't know if you know that. Uh, oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, they make it more expensive. About the- they make it more expensive in between the uh, the hours from like nine to two. And then by the time it hits three o'clock, that's when the rates change and you have the twilight rates. Uh, yes. Yeah. How about that? The old vampire rates. This is such a weird thing, though. We all have like these arguments about daylight savings. We just choose weird things to argue about. We do. We do. It's, yeah. it's, it's always we always argue about daylight savings during this time of year. Yeah. Yeah. Very odd. It yeah. is odd. But I mean, it's something that, you know, we got to keep those farmers happy, baby. Hell yeah. Because they, you Hell know, they, yeah. they, they have they got to dedicate, dedicate their time to making crops. They can't date. They got to go on FarmersOnly.com. So mm. we change the clocks for them. Mm. Last thing, Stephen, a uh, state that does not do daylight savings, Arizona. Yes. But you're going there this weekend for yeah. uh, spring training. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> Any thoughts on going to spring training? Now you watch the Giants doing spring training, right? Yes. Going to watch the Giants. I am uh, looking forward to watching Luis Matos and Marco Luciano and Elliot Ramos and Brett Auerbach and Kyle Harrison and... Ooh, who else are we talking here? Uh, uh, I can't remember his name. Yeah, there are a few players and players that I'm looking forward to, but it's going to be a good time, man. I'm uh, I'm really excited. I don't really know what to say about it. Like, I, I you're just re- going to go in, I mean, a week ago or more than that, you were talking about not going there and having to, you know, your dread that you were just going to pay for a trip and not see baseball, and you know, you're making uh, Jesse angry, but yeah. Uh, 
Now, no, he, now, well, we're, but now we're going pri- baseball. We're primarily going for her 30th birthday, and, okay. uh, which is fantastic. So it's going to be a lot of fun. We got a lot of friends going. Um, Alessandra, unfortunately, had to cancel on us. Damn you, Alessandra. Uh, but uh, yeah, that, I'm going to I'm going to screen record that, send it over. But um, <clears throat> but we're going and we're going to do like a 90s theme party. And, OK, uh, do you want to see the you want to see the outfit that I got? Is it from a sitcom in the 90s? Yes. Uh, well, it's from an animated show in the 90s. I want to see. Ooh, can I guess? Uh, sure. Okay. Is it Nickelodeon or Cartoon Network? I think it was Nickelodeon. Doug? No, it might have been Disney Channel. Oh, God. Rescue Rangers? No. Here. I'm going to put this on here. As you keep on going, just keep guessing. I got the the outfit right here. I'm going to be able to get it real quick. Okay. DuckTales. Nope. Uh, Goof Troop. Nope. Uh, What were some other cartoon shows on Disney Channel? Uh, bonkers. Was that a show? I'm just trying to think of things from my memory. Steven, you're, you're walking away. Okay, here we go. Oh, recess. Yep. What up? Yep. Looks Tender. Good. <laughs> recess, bro. TJ. Yeah. TJ Dutwaller. Yeah. Yeah. Although in Arizona, this hat might be mistaken for something else. It's not that. Oh, true. True. My favorite character on Recess was the uh, the principal. Oh no, no wait, not the principal. Who was the old lady that was with Randall? Dude, I don't even remember. Randall, get the butter. Is that bad that I'm doing a costume where I don't really remember the show too well? Uh, it just shows that you're a phony. But yeah, <laughs> I am a phony. Uh, correct. Well, have a good time, sir. Enjoy Arizona. Thanks, um, yeah, and uh, I will be back tomorrow with a podcast-only show where I'm going to interview the voice of the Rams, J.B. Long. is going to join me, and we'll talk about uh, Von Miller uh, going to the Bills, and uh, we'll see what happens with Odell and everything, but we'll talk about what the Rams are doing in free agency and how they you know, won the Super Bowl and everything and how they uh, plan to repeat as uh, champions. But Stephen Bay... Next week, uh, we're going to do uh, two shows, Tuesday and, and Wednesday next week, back-to-back again. By next week, do you expect Jimmy Garoppolo to be traded? No. No, I don't. I don't think he's going to be traded. I don't think he's going to be traded for a while now. they got plenty of time. I mean, when's the draft? Draft's not until late April, April 28th. Yeah, you're going to have a lot of time there. I don't think he's going to draft until April. Or traded, yeah. Traded, excuse me. I'm I'm glad you're you say that because I feel like every time, you know, that's like the latest thing now is every Bay Area show is just saying like by the time we meet next time we hope that Jim Garoppolo is traded, and the reality is I just don't think at this point there has been any movement to trade him. I think that the Colts have inquired. I think probably other teams have inquired. But at the end of the day, this thing scares the hell out of most teams. So when he gets traded, we'll see when it happens. But I'm with you, Stephen. I don't think it's anytime soon. No, I don't think so either. You like this thing on the scroll here? I do now. We're saying goodbye to our friends. Bye. Thanks to everybody that uh, watched and listened. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow with a podcast for you with anything new on updates with the free agency fuckery. And uh, be joined by uh, JB Long. Don't know if he'll like that word, so I'll I'll, I'll refrain from doing that. But, uh, yeah, we'll be back next week. And, uh, or, well, Stephen and I will be back next week. 
I'll yeah. be back tomorrow too. But. Hell yeah. All right, everybody. Thanks for watching, listening. Steven, say what you always say, my friend. And that is just our... Your opinion, man.